is Rod Aguilera, and this is episode 15 of the Pastors Coach Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me here as we begin this new year, 2023, with uh, the second part now of a podcast teaching titled How to Take Care of Your Soul. And today, I want to talk about how the churches and organizations that we lead will suffer if we do not take care of our souls if we don't take care of our spiritual life. Beyond that, our families also suffer if we're not in the right place in our relationship with God. Our patience and our energy tend to wane when I move away from spending some time each morning with God. Our courage and Of course, our work energy can also be affected. So soul care for pastors and other church leaders is essential. And if we are not intentional, we will fall back on our abilities, right? We will fall back on our personality to perform ministry, which in the long run can lead us down a slippery slope and can be a dangerous place to be. Yes, we have been gifted by God. Yes, we have been trained and we have experience and we've become good at what we do. We know how to preach. We know how to help people. We know how to lead our organizations and that can carry us through for a while. But as you have seen uh, in your ministries as well, that is not sustainable because it can lead to burnout. It can lead to discouragement. It can lead to arrogance. It could lead to a feeling of failure and a uh, move away from what God wants us to do. So how do we maintain an inner life that is healthy? I want to share four things, four commandments for soul care. And last week I talked about the first one, right? creating margin in our lives and gave you some practical ways to do so, to implement that can help each one of us create the space and time that we need to spend time with God. So today I want to talk about three other practical suggestions. Of course, number one last week was create margin. Number two, the first one I want to share with today is simply go dark, unplug, shut technology off for a season, and then disappear, get out of reach, at least for some time, for a season, maybe an afternoon, maybe a day or two, maybe a week. Uh, And when you do get away, do a digital detox. Now, I've discovered in my life that it takes me about three days to kind of stop shaking and to, you know, find uh, that peaceful place where I can rethink and refocus and concentrate. Uh, See, the challenge that we have each and every day is that every direction that we look in, Digital eye candy tempts our eyes, right? Our screens project images to us that are more attractive than our real lives sometimes. And that's all by design. We are lured in. We escape into our screens. We get hooked. And then we find it difficult to escape. Now, most of us cannot purge screens from our lives completely. But we can take some time away from our screens. A digital detox can help direct your gaze away from the digital media glowing on the screen and recenter your life on what's most important, what really matters. So this is a time, and it's a brief time on a regular basis, to set aside to intentionally detach from social media, from breaking news, from video or gaming, uh, and uh, 
it's like a fast. Uh, it's fasting, a digital detox that will help us to refocus and reaffirm that God himself is everything that we need. Now, connected with that is the suggestion that we spend some of that time in physical recovery through sleep. I found this uh, study not too long ago that in 2017, Netflix, its CEO, named their main competitor. And it wasn't Amazon. It wasn't Hulu and any of these other streaming platforms. He said their main competitor was sleep. In fact, the Netflix Twitter account posted this, quote, sleep is our greatest enemy. Sleep patterns affect corporate profits. Netflix's greatest enemy is sleep, your sleep, to be specific, end quote. As we never uh, <laughs> think about maybe that as much, we, when we do, we realize that we must sever from our screens. Uh, as we become mo more attentive to then what's not on the screen, we become more attentive to how God is calling us and uh, how we can more uh, effectively focus our attention on him. And beyond that, we can get a little more sleep. So go dark. Make a plan to set aside some time for a digital fast. Uh, number three is refocus on the spiritual disciplines. While you're going dark, uh, focus or refocus on the spiritual disciplines. You know, in a Barna survey of 8,000 Christians, they discovered that uh, most tech-savvy believers are willing to postpone or trade away their morning devotions for digital distractions, especially in those precious morning hours, right? We grab the phone, we turn off the alarm, uh, and immediately start clicking around for digital candy. And as we uh, remove social then media from our lives and our mornings, and and if we're able to push that phone out of sight, we can more eagerly focus on the spiritual disciplines and uh, the sense of God's presence that comes with those. So again, try a detox, maybe a day, maybe an afternoon, maybe it's longer, and take that time to reset this priority in your life. Take time to read God's Word. Consider reading maybe through the Psalms or, or Proverbs or through one of the Gospels during this detox week. Slow down. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite places to, to kind of settle on is Psalm 139. Uh, I encourage you to do the same. Let God's acceptance and love for you be the promises that wash um, over you and wash away the desires for digital self-notice and acceptance that drive our activities online and our uh, constant attention to uh, the digital platforms uh, at our access. The reality is until the love and acceptance found in Christ become more real each day to us, all the love and approval that our screens offer will never satisfy that hunger that we will feel, feel inside as we particularly deal with difficult situations. So uh, refocus on the spiritual disciplines. And then lastly, you need to uh, spend some time, I would invite you to spend some time considering how to develop rumble strips. You know what I'm talking about, right? My guess is you've probably been helped by Rumble Strip at some point in your driving life. You know, the, the, that's the series of groove cuts in the pavement just off the right side of the road that uh, rattles your car when you drift off the highway. And it's loud, too. 
you know, the roar of that rumble stri uh, strip is intended to either jolt you awake or get your attention if you're dozing or, or texting and get your eyes and your car back on the road. Uh, those can also just break through uh, your inattention to driving in the, bo the bottom line, and it warns you to pay attention. Uh, well, rumble strips save lives. I read somewhere that 70% of fatal single car crashes are classified as kind of the run off the road accidents as opposed to the on the road accidents that happen. And that's why many highways employ these rumble strips and they see uh, a, a decrease in these accidents. Well, Anyone who drives very often can attest to the rush of adrenaline that comes when you drift off the right shoulder of the road and hit that noisy reminder uh, that it, and that's really not the way that you want to uh, drive and and how you where you want your vehicle to go. Now, you may be asking, uh, what's the connection? What does that have to do with us? Well, I'm convinced that many of the calamities I see in churches and in clergy begin as these kind of veer off the road mistakes. I mean, no one sets out intentionally to make a mess of things, but if we do not take care of our souls, if we're not intentional about it, we can gradually drift. We can drift from our intended path and find ourselves far from where we intended to be. And sometimes we even crash. You've seen it. And uh, it's pretty tragic. So uh, getting on the rumble strips isn't what's bad. Um, during that time, you just need to correct. The reality is we all need rumble strips to stay on the road. So my question really is, what are the rumble strips you need to make sure you're on the road to health, whether it's spiritual health, emotional health, mental health, or physical health? The bottom line is that we need those rumble strips. They remind us that we need to create the, the type of margin in our lives that will give us the time and intentionality to focus on the things that are most important. We need to go dark on a regular basis at Digital Detox. We need to refocus on the spiritual disciplines. And we need to continue to develop rumble strips. Because when we do, it blesses our relationships with God, with family, and friends. It also helps us to model balanced ministry, one that is winsome and attractive to those exploring what life with God looks like. And it keeps us centered on what God has called us to do and who he has called us to be. Thanks for joining me today. I want to invite you to subscribe to this weekly podcast and again to join me next week and to let others know of this resource. And if you want to contact me, if you want to ask a question or suggest a topic, you can email me at thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. That's thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. Again, thanks for joining me. Talk to you next week.